Hello guys, I'm Professor Daniel Pitelli, PhD in Finance and Provost here in International Business School Americas. Today, we'll present a relationship between price, value and performance using the case of Tesla. Well, who was Nikola Tesla? Nikola Tesla was a futurist electric engineer, was once considered as the prototype of a genius inventor. He was some kind of a giant of innovation because of his contributions in the fields of electric and robotics. And while Tesla's star began to fade long ago, Elon Musk has contributed to something of his revival. Today, Tesla is an electric car manufacturer and about everybody knows that and wish to have one. Just the same way Tesla once made a revolution, the electric car system, uh, the EV called Tesla, to disrupt the automotive industry by adding a tech dimension to it, like iPads on the car and other design stuff. Tesla's stock has increased by roughly 30 times in value, from its IPO in 2010, with a start price of $17 per share to over $500 in 2020. Leveling up, the company such as Tesla has become the object of desire for thousands of enterprises. However, on the other hand, it's believed that Tesla is strongly overvalued, and it remains loss-making with the negative net income. The mounting competition in the EV market decreased sales in China, and the global spread of coronavirus in 2020 can also cause the stock fall off the cliff. That's why some questions arise. Does the stock price for Tesla reflect what's really worth? If so, when exactly is it going to pay off? Or is the company trying to pull off the impossible? Within the day-to-day -day choices, we all make the connection between three main concepts. Price, value and performance. Even if we don't realize it, just picture yourself deciding which car to buy. Let us say you are between buying or not to buy a good, efficient and well-known car, a brand new Toyota Corolla, for example. Option A for $5,000. Would you buy it? Okay, option B. And if the same car was offered for $35,000? Well, there are a few key questions that must be answered in order to demystify the price-value relationship. Does the Corolla stop being a good product if its selling price goes up or down? The answer is no. Its intrinsic value that defines the customer's motivation to buy this product does not change depending on, on its price. What changes a lot is the product's attractiveness, the desire that a buyer would have to acquire a product. And here comes the second question. Where does the product's value come from? And can we measure it to finally decide if the product is worth buying or not? Assuming, of course, that if the price is lower than value, worth to buy. Well, a company asset's value depends on several factors. First, it's important to understand that it's the future performance that affects the value, not the price. In other words, a company value is how much cash flow, money in the owner's pocket, 
will be generated in the future. According to Professor Aswat Damodaran, Professor of Corporate Finance at NYU, the most used model to calculate the value is discounted cash flow, DCF. DCF is based on a company's future cash flows, because stock value is a forward-looking measure driven by a company's future earnings. It estimates a firm's enterprise value by discount its future cash flow at a reasonable rate. The rate reflects the risk uncertain. And this is how the full formula looks like. It may seem a bit complex, so let me walk you through each part of it. The first step is to estimate the future cash flow of the company for the next couple of years, like 5 or 10, and the growth rate after this time. Then, the cash flow estimates are discounted with the use of an annual discount rate, which reflects the uncertainty of the future cash flow. The final steps involves the estimation of the terminal value, a so-called lower growth rate, as it's assumed that the company will grow at a steady rate to infinity. Uh, the DCF approach can actually show us that some companies may have their stocks overvalued or undervalued. But why does it happen? Let's go back to Tesla case and briefly outline the company's financial profile. Tesla is currently leading the EV race, with rapidly growing sales and positive revenue streams. However, the company has a high cost of production and is considered a cash-burning business. Tesla's net income has never turned into positive, and the company does not pay any dividends so far. At the same time, it's noticeable that Tesla's stock price has shown a significant increase despite the firm's poor financials. In fact, Tesla is now the most valuable US car maker of all time. How is that possible? Now, a little bit of math coming up. To begin with, we have to get estimates of the next 10 years of cash flows. In the given case, we are going to use stock numbers as of April 2020, as well as analyst future forecasts that you can see on the screen. As we put in the formula, we arrive at the company's fair value, which is the sum of future earnings at growth stage and a terminal value that would be minus $54. If the fair value is so low, why is Tesla real market price so expensive? In order to understand it, it's necessary to go back to the theory and answer the following question. Where does value come from? In the case of Tesla, there are two games going on. There's a pricing game driving by mood and momentum, and there's a value game that depends on several factors. First of all, the market perceives Tesla as a tech-like company, so traditional automakers may not be the right point of comparison. Secondly, the company's value is mainly fooled by its long-term growth perspectives and market's expectations of the future success, rather than current performance. That is, if the market believes that EV are set to become the new norm, Tesla's stock price is correct or bound to rise. Finally, 
what makes the company even more attractive in the stock marketing are innovation initiatives and no-stop engineering, which is the lifeblood of Tesla. Thus, this discrepancy in the fair value and actual market price can be explained by the market's over-optimistic expectations on Tesla's future growth. As we can see, innovation, long-term perspectives, market trends, and even news tend to greatly influence stocks. Still, there are ample questions that raise doubts about Tesla. Electric vehicle adoption remains extremely low, there has been a significant decrease of car sales in China, and the company still has not proven it can manufacture cars for the mass use worldwide. Some analysts even believe that Tesla looks like a speculative bubble, which something occurs especially near the end of bull markets. More than that, despite all the uncertainty and the market volatility, Tesla has some internal issues to solve due to the high expectations of the CEO Elon Musk. The company is known as a demanding and sometimes even frustrating place to work. A toxic corporate culture, long hours of journey of work and stress, unrealistic goals, and a lack of job security are among the main complaints, Tesla's employee report. Elon Musk, nevertheless, believes in the future of Tesla and spells all the doubts about his bold plans by saying, when Henry Ford made cheap, reliable cars, people said, nah, what's wrong with a horse? Then was a huge bet he made and worked. And what do you think about Tesla's future? This video is part of the free mini course on discounted cash flow with Tesla's case study. Students receive a certificate of participation and scholarships for courses abroad. If you'd like to enroll, click on the link in the description below. And don't forget to check out other interesting business-related videos here at the America's Business Channel. See you. Thank you very much.